Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. Thanks for stopping by, and sorry about yesterday's incredibly short uh, podcast, but um, things came up. Life happened. So today, we're doing a Tech Talk Thursday, and we're going to talk specifically about RV tech. And this is my own cautionary tale, and uh, I'm... I'm more than a little embarrassed about this. I actually was thinking about it last night, and I, I kind of feel like an idiot. But um, things do happen, uh, and this goes back to the water heater that uh, we recently had replaced, and then we had to have it uh, serviced again because uh, there was a leak coming out of it still. There was an issue with the brand-new water heater. So, number one, we did have the water heater professionally installed, uh, it was a brand new water heater, and um, some issues came up with it pretty quickly. Uh, the circuit board on it that controls it actually burned out really fast uh, within a couple of days, and so we had to replace that. And I had noticed that I had smelled kind of a um, a plastic electrical burning, and then when the uh, when the maintenance guy came over, sure enough, that brand new board on that brand new uh, hot water heater was shot completely. So we had the repairs made, and um, apparently the way that the hot water heater was blowing, it was uh, not venting all of the exhaust outside to the outside world. Some of that exhaust was getting vented inside. Now, I've been going around with my food allergies and uh, my allergist recently, so I've been adjusting and feeling better as we've made food changes, but I still have some dizzy spells and things like that. So as I started getting dizzy spells recently when the hot water heater came on, I didn't really think too deeply about it. I thought this was the medical stuff I was already dealing with. Well, a couple of days ago, let me see, today's Thursday. So on Tuesday, after doing my Tuesday podcast, I was sitting down at the computer working, and the hot water heater kicked on, and within a half an hour, I was incredibly nauseous, super dizzy, really having some problems, feeling like I was having some breathing problems. And um, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. I went outside for a little while, took a walk, felt a little bit better, but there was still something not right. And um, it finally struck me, you know, we've got the smoke detector in here, we've got the, the carbon monoxide detector, but the carbon monoxide detector is pretty old. Um, you know, battery was in it and everything, but I made the decision. I said, I'm going to go pick up a carbon monoxide, a new carbon monoxide detector and bring it back. Cause I was just, I, the, the coincidence of when I've been feeling bad lately always seemed to go hand in hand with when the hot water heater kicked on. Thank God the wa hot water heater doesn't kick on that much because as it turned out, um, carbon monoxide was present in the airstream. So when I got the new uh, carbon monoxide detector, put it up, that sucker went off. And that was two hours after the hot water heater had run. So it's cold outside right now, and the Airstream's all buttoned up, uh, so no windows are open or anything. But um, definitely a problem with the new hot water heater. We are getting it exchanged out under warranty, and we'll have the new one installed next week. I'm still personally pretty terrified at this point because... Um, I was so bad that I actually did go to the hospital yesterday. I went to see my primary care physician, um, told him exactly what happened and that I've probably been breathing this for several days because I'm, I'm in the Airstream 
all day long uh, when I'm not out flying the drone, I'm inside. So there you go. And um, so he decided that um, I needed a couple blood tests. So I experienced the most painful blood test ever, an arterial draw. Wow, did that hurt. Um, and I also had an EKG that came in weird, uh, probably because of breathing in the uh, that unsmellable silent gas. So, so there you go. I um, I'm glad to be alive, and I'm glad this didn't kill me. But it did. It's messed me up, and I'm feeling better this morning than I was yesterday. And yesterday I was feeling better than the day before. You get the idea. Um, this does happen to RVers. This does happen back in New England where I used to live. Um, you'd read stories or you'd see the news where um, entire families during the winter season using the inappropriate heating um, died of carbon monoxide poisoning. And it's a thing that can happen in RVs too. And, you know, I, I really hadn't given it much thought. You know, I just live here day to day. And I hadn't thought about how old my uh, detector was. And upon getting the new detector and, you know, plugging it in and the sucker just going off immediately um, while the other one was still remaining quiet, uh, you know, had this run all night or something, you know, I, I could be one of those people that you read a news story about or watch a news story about instead of talking to you about it here. So for all you full-time RVers out there, you know, I always, we do maintenance with the Airstream. We check lines. We check the, um, you know, check tire pressure, you know, take a look around the Airstream, see if there's anything wrong, you know, living in it every day, you know, when something weird's going on. But this particular situation really was not even on my radar screen, but I'm, I'm glad to say I, I got help and, uh, and sure enough, I'm feeling a lot better today. And so yesterday's podcast, I was literally sitting in the emergency room parking lot when I put it together. Um, I had hung out at the hospital after the uh, after the blood draws and stuff because I knew I was going to be getting results soon. So um, when I finally got my results, I was told, yes, and indeed, you know, the signs are there and it should be diminishing and don't hook up that hot water heater for anything. And I was like, absolutely not. So so we'll be bringing the Airstream uh, to a service place next week and um, warranty swapping that out. But I got to tell you right now, after going through that, I'm I'm terrified to have the hot water heater on when I'm uh, when I'm in the airstream now, um, you know it's in a very, I think terrible location. The uh, hot water heater is actually basically under the bed. It's it's in the back of the airstream, and um, everything's not sealed up there. When you when you look in at your hot water heater and when you look in at the little storage compartment next to it, um, from that storage compartment I can see behind the hot water heater to where things are cut into the airstream. And when I look under my closet and I flash the flashlight, I can actually see the edge of the hot water heater. So, I mean, that sucker's crammed right into, you know, the interior of the Airstream. And I think what I've realized once, once it struck me and I turned off the, um, the hot water heater was that it was not venting out. It was venting up. So there is no kind of blower force pushing that hot air and that burned gas out it was going straight up so so it since it's been cold out you get the you get the moist area so i was looking at the side of the airstream and it was moist up the side of my window so so that was going straight up and not blowing outward um so i could see some of that getting trapped inside the airstream under the bed 
and slowly filling the airstream up with carbon monoxide. So for all my RVing friends out there and all my listeners, make sure, you know, so I've double-checked the smoke detector now. I've got the new carbon monoxide detector, double-checked the uh, gas detector, and I also have a portable gas detector, so if there's a gas leak. And um, at the moment, everything's looking good, but that hot water heater is not hooked up, and that hot water heater is not going to be on until it's swapped out next Wednesday. So in the meantime, I'm not even running any of the other propane. So there's no hot water for dishes or anything, and i got to wait till Wednesday. But I've got uh, a couple of little electric space heaters, and it's kept it warm in the Airstream overnight. And I can tell you, I feel a lot better today than I did yesterday. So so I know that we, we've identified the issue, and um, it's never going to happen again here. I'm going to be extra vigilant. So... So take my own personal stupid cautionary tale. Um, check all of your sensors and make sure that you're okay and safe during these uh, winter months as well. So it's not my uh, it's not my regular heater, and it's you know it wasn't the fridge with the propane or anything. It specifically started happening when that new hot water heater went in. So I might have been breathing this stuff in for a couple of weeks, and it's just been building up. So. But yes, as I said before, I'm not the only person who's had this happen, and some of these stories are way more tragic than my own. And um, so I just want to make sure other RVers are aware, because it's something that kind of goes becomes background noise to you. You forget about these things because you're here day to day, and everything's running right, and everything's okay. But we are in incredibly small spaces, so it doesn't take long to fill up that space with some uh, with some unsmellable gas. Well, all right. There's our tech talk Thursday. Go check your um, go check your smoke detector. Go check your carbon monoxide detector, and go check your gas detector if you're an RVer. And if you're a homeowner, um, go check your stuff too. As everyone listening here, I don't want any tragic stories going on for any of us. All right, everyone. I've got some catch-up work to do today uh, since I spent yesterday between my GP, the ER and uh, the labs. So um, yesterday was a little trying. And I do apologize again for yesterday's short podcast, but I think you probably get why it was a short podcast. As always, if you have questions or comments, you can email me at rich at rlcdesign.net. Or if you're an Anchor FM subscriber, you can leave up to a one-minute audio message from your Anchor FM app to this podcast. And this podcast is available on over 10 different platforms at this point, which is amazing. And I keep seeing the subscriber growth going on, so I really do appreciate all of you listening in. And you have an awesome day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.